Hey, church, I want to introduce right now, all the way from Sydney, Pastor Vicky Simpson. Vicky has been coming to our church on the sunny coast for decades. Uh, she's prophesied over our church. She's, she's spoken prophecies, which is God pictures about us uh, for Danielle and I. Some miracles that we've seen happen in our life are a direct link to prophecies from Vicki Simpson. And she's got a great spirit of faith. She travels all around the world. She preaches. She's got a, a tremendous gift of faith herself. And so she's going to continue our series, The Language of Faith. And she preaches, she prophesies. She's a great trainer and a teacher in the prophetic. And so I want you, normally I'd say to stand on your feet. So maybe in your lounge room, why don't you stand on your feet? Why don't you get excited? Why don't you give us a wave on the screen and get ready and get expectant as we invite Pastor Vicky to come and preach to us today. God bless. Hey, C3 Powerhouse, Vicky Simpson here and looking forward to sharing the word with you. Big thank you to Pastors John and Danielle for the opportunity. Um, I have to be honest, I haven't preached in a few weeks, so I'm feeling like a tiger that's been let out of the cage. So if I get a bit excited, you know why. So right now, I don't know what you're doing, possibly having breakfast, you're there in the comfort of your lounge room, maybe you're in out for a walk watching on your device, but I would love you just to meaningfully and intentionally connect with God right where you are. And I'm just going to start with a word of prayer. So Heavenly Father, I thank you right now that your word is alive, living, active, sharper than any two-edged sword. And Lord, I don't know everyone who is watching this today by name, but you do. I don't know what everyone is going through personally, but you do. And I love the way that you can take what I say and just speak it to each person right where they're at. And so I pray right now, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, touch each heart. I pray they wouldn't hear the voice of a woman today, but they would hear from heaven. And so I ask you, Lord, have your way and have your say. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Here we go. Look, this, Today I want to speak to you on the, on the subject of faith. But more than that, I'm believing God is going to impart faith to you right where you are. Now, we're all being challenged in our faith right now. This is unprecedented times and we're all going through challenges that we haven't been through before. So I believe no matter where you are at right now, right? Some of you are feeling perhaps a little anxious, a bit nervous. Maybe you're not that fast. You haven't lost your job. You know, you're just having to work from home. It's been a little shift, a little change, but it doesn't matter where we are on the spectrum from there, from a little anxious right through to absolutely terrified. Reality is we're all being stretched and challenged in our faith because we have not been this way before and you might feel like your faith bucket is a bit empty you might be feeling inadequate with the challenges that you're facing but I've got good news for you today good news I believe God wants to take pressure off he wants to give us a fresh perspective on this subject called faith and it's not that everything you've ever heard about faith is wrong and so I don't want you to throw out everything that you've ever learned but I feel that God wants us to have a fresh look at the word on faith. I want to read from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2, and New King James Version. Just pushing down the microphone lead there. <laughs> it says, Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, 
looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. In the New Living Translation, that verse says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. And the Amplified, it says, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity. So what is this verse saying? It's saying this. Faith comes from Jesus, it ends with Jesus, and everything in between is Jesus. We do not have the power to create faith. We can't manufacture it, we can't force it. Faith is much more than confidence or positive thinking. It's not bravado, it's not a mask, it's not pretending things are okay when it's not. I'll tell you what faith is. Faith is a supernatural, spiritual force that is given to us for free, for free. Romans 4.16 says, Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace. Now I don't know what your definition of grace is today, but the bottom line is, grace is that which God gives us to free, for free. Not because of who we are, but because of whose we are, not because of what we do, what we've done, but because of what Jesus has done for us. And this verse makes a very clear connection that faith is given to us because of grace. So today, I want the pressure to be lifted off you, to know that you can't force or pretend faith. You do not bear the responsibility to create faith. Faith is a gift that comes to us from God. So you might feel in this season, like many of us do, like I need more faith. I need more faith. For those of you who are not familiar with me, I I travel in the ministry. I'm speaking at a different church each week and uh, that's my calling. That's my ministry. That's my work. And I remember when the announcement came through, you know, in the midst of this COVID-19 situation that churches and gatherings weren't permitted above 500 people. I remember thinking, okay, that's all right. Did the sums. A lot of the meetings I do are under 500. Had a few big conferences planned. But I thought, no, it's okay. I can do that. And then the moment it dropped down to no gatherings over 100, I thought, I'm stuffed. That's it. (laughs) I'm thinking, Lord, I was suddenly, suddenly faced with a situation that I had not expected, I had not foreseen. Yes, prophets can be surprised. We are not all seeing and all knowing, just for the record. There is only one who is all knowing and it ain't me. So I didn't see that coming. And I I mean, I, I literally, I, I started to join the dots. I can't travel, I can't work, no income. Oh my gosh. In our household, we actually need two incomes to make ends meet. So. I, I freaked out and, and I do have a little bit of a disposition. Well, let's just say a lot of a disposition towards anxiety. It's something that I have had to contend with and battle and I've had great victories in that area. In actual fact, I was um, diagnosed with an anxiety disorder in my 20s. I was on medication for some years. I'm no longer on medication and I no longer have to deal with regular panic attacks like I used to. You know, it's been a journey of freedom and but 
when, when that news came, came out from uh, that no longer churches could gather, I knew that I couldn't travel, I had a panic attack. I had a panic attack that was on the scale that I had not had in about 15 years. And so fear arose. Fear arose in my heart. And um, I know that there are those of you who are watching and you, you battle with fear and anxiety regularly, let alone now when things have changed so quickly and in, in such um, an unprecedented way. I want to encourage you. You do not have to pretend. You don't have to try and scramble for faith. That faith is available to each and every one of you today. Faith is available because it comes by the grace of God. I don't want to add to your pressure today. I want to help relieve, relieve and release the pressure off your life, off your mind, because faith is a gift. You may feel like you need faith like you've never had before. You, you might feel, you know, Vicky, I need new, I, I need some new faith. Well, new faith is coming today. Fresh faith is being released to you right where you are by the Spirit of God. You think, but faith needs more work, Vicky. Doesn't it need more work? Like I've got to read my Bible more. I've got to pray more. Hey, I really want I really need to make this distinction. We do not and we cannot work for faith. No, 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 no. We, we cannot, there is nothing that we can do to earn or deserve or create faith in our lives. I know that might kind of mess with your brain a bit, but this is the difference. You see, we, we work with faith. There are works of faith but we don't actually work to deserve the gift of faith. We don't work. It's not works that will bring it to us because faith comes from Jesus, who is the author and the perfecter. God wants to teach us today that faith is something that we receive. It's something we receive. We receive as we admit our need for it. We receive it as we admit our need for it. You, you, you can't work the faith that you haven't got, but you can work with the faith that you already have. And Jesus is the author. He can give you faith you've never had before. I've never had faith for coronavirus before because I've never ever been faced with coronavirus. But my Jesus is the same. Yesterday, today, forever. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end of my faith. He is the author and the perfecter. And he never ever leaves me or forsakes me. He never leaves you or forsakes you. And when you've got Jesus, you've got all you need to receive all the faith that you require in this season and in the seasons to come. Good preaching, Vicky. Oh, I'm loving it. Because faith is a grace we can ask for it and receive it. It's like any, any grace. You have not because you ask not. Have you asked Jesus for the faith that you need? I know there are those of you going through financial hardship right now. You've lost a job or your business is at risk of going under. Or it's maybe just trying to make ends meet. Maybe you're, you're vulnerable physically. You already have pre-existing health challenges and you are, you are nervous and anxious about this virus. 
Perhaps, like me, right now you're physically distanced from loved ones. And my elderly mum is in Perth and they've closed the borders. Western Australia, I can't just hop on a plane readily like I would normally. I would, in fact, I was planning to visit her this month. There are relationship challenges. We haven't been here before, but, but there is new faith, faith for what we haven't faced before. And it comes by the asking. We ask right now, Jesus, we ask for faith. And I ask for those listening for the faith that they need, that they have not needed before, but you have it available because Jesus, it's not about what we have done. It's about what you have done and you have purchased faith for us. Now, here's some good news. No one is more deserving of faith than another. You might feel like, oh, I'm not spiritual enough. I'm not holy enough. You might feel like, I do, I, I, I'm really, I'm anxious, I'm nervous, I'm, I'm afraid, I'm downright terrified. Wherever you fall on that spectrum, you might feel like, Vicky, I don't, right now, I'm overwhelmed. I'm not reading my Bible like I know I should. I, I, I've got kids at home. I'm homeschooling. How on earth am I going to have time with God? I, I just want to put your mind at, at rest. It doesn't matter what your situation looks like. Jesus can meet you. Jesus, the author of your faith, can meet you. He can, he can, I got a word from him the other day that there will be miracles in the mayhem. Miracles in the mayhem. It may look like mayhem for you, but Jesus is all about working miracles and releasing faith. No matter how your life looks, you mightn't feel spiritual enough. You mightn't feel holy enough. You mightn't feel still enough. You, you, you're trying to find the still, small voice of God and your mind is rushing and anxious. This is, a, this is the great news today. None of us are more predisposed or more worthy of receiving faith from Jesus than anybody else. We are on a level playing field here, here, people. None of us are enough. None of us can pray enough, be holy enough, read our Bible enough. What is enough? Jesus has come. He purchased enough. He became our enough. I pray right now for the peace of God to come and touch you right where you are. I pray right now for, for a, a supernatural rest. You would know, Jesus, you, you've actually done this. You purchased all that I need on the cross. And faith doesn't come from your works. It came from his. And he made faith available to all of us. Honestly, you might feel like the worst Christian on planet Earth. In fact, there's somebody listening to me right now. You haven't been in church for years. And somehow you've heard about the, the, the streaming of the messages from C3 Powerhouse, you've got online. You might even, I don't know, you might even just been surfing something on, on the internet and you're hearing this right now. And I want you to know that you also qualify. You qualify. You've been away from God for many years and you feel disqualified because you've, you've uh, it's been, you know, God, not just from a distance. He's, he just hasn't even been in the same zone as you. You've walked away, made decisions. And for some of you, there's been disappointments and stuff happened and they were real. And um, I just want to say right now, you know, to, to those of you, because I just, in this moment, I didn't prepare this, but I'm feeling this moment. There are some watching and you've been, you've been hurt by the church. You know, uh, people in, in church, Christians, 
yeah, well, yeah, we're not perfect. We're people. We got stuff. And um, I, I really feel in my heart just to say sorry for what you went through. Someone's watching right now. God just wants to heal your heart because you had a bad experience. But I want you to know that Jesus never left you. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Jesus never left you. He's been there all along. And now he's saying, come on, come back, come back, get back. There's an old song by the Rolling Stones. Get back, get back. Yeah, I'm showing my age now. Get back to where you once. I feel like we're saying get back. And he's bringing healing and it's a new start. It's a new day. And you too, do not exclude yourself from this message because you too, those of you who have not been in church, walked with the Lord, you've lost your faith. There's good news for you. There's fresh faith coming, fresh faith coming for even faith in God himself. Amen. Didn't plan to say that, but believe with all my heart that it's meant for somebody today. So no one's more deserving than another. No one given special faith privileges above another. We look under Jesus, Hebrews 12 too, remember, lifting our eyes to Jesus, putting our eyes upon Jesus, the author and perfecter. Faith is not independent from Jesus, from Jesus. Jesus is front and center today. Jesus, if there's no other name, you can call on Jesus. You can't think of what to pray, what to do. Name the name of Jesus. Shift your eyes onto Jesus. Jesus is front and center. Faith comes from Jesus. In, in Mark chapter 9, and I'll drink to that. Amen. Mark chapter 9. There was a father who had a sick child. This story is actually heartbreaking when you read it. He had a son. The son would uh, be overtaken by violent seizures. I mean, it's really, I, mean, some, I can just imagine just putting myself in this father's shoes. You know how, I mean, how heartbreaking it would be to see his son suffer like this, to be tormented. Had tried everything. Doctors couldn't help. No one could fix it. No one could sort out the problem. In actual fact, the, this father had taken his son for ministry, for prayer with the disciples, the disciples of Jesus, and their prayers hadn't even made any difference. I mean, this is a desperate situation. The, the father would have been despairing when the disciples of Jesus couldn't even help. But what did he do? He looked under Jesus. Jesus came to town and the, the father said this to him. This is Mark chapter 9, verses 23 to 24. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. And immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Now, if I had been there, I'll be honest, I'd have been saying, Mate, mate, you don't get a miracle on a confession of unbelief. Like, what's your words there, brother? Like you've just told, not just Jesus, but everybody listening, that you've got unbelief. So I was you know, raised with the idea that faith, you can't put a word wrong. You, you can't, you can't, you know, because this, you know, life and death in the power of our tongue, that is true. I'm not disputing the power of our words. But the faith message has been at times taken to a point where people have been afraid of being honest and afraid of opening up and admitting their challenges and, and their problems. And I love 
I love this moment because the father cries out with tears. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Two things I want you to note. Firstly, is, is his honesty. His honesty. This is a time, people, for us to be honest, to be honest and to be vulnerable. He was vulnerable. I thought, wow, to say that in front of all those people because he was on a mission. He was on a mission. He, was on, he wanted an encounter with Jesus. He wanted what he needed, whatever it took, to see his son healed. He's like, I don't care if, if I'm going to have egg on my face, if people are going to think badly of me. I don't care. I am going to come and I'm going to bring this need into the light. And this need is that I need some faith. I need some faith in this, in, in this area of my son. And so he came and he brought it into the light. He brought it into the light. What? is it that you need to bring into the light today? What area are you feeling the pressure in specifically? Some of you have got like the, some, some baggage, can I say. Just, you know, the stuff from the past where it didn't happen the way you thought, where, where you felt like your Lazarus not only died, he wasn't resurrected. You know, and, and what it's done is it's damaged your faith. You've, you've continued to walk with the Lord, don't get me wrong. You've even continued to show up in church and smile on your face. But you've got this doubt. What, you know, I don't understand. What if, what if it happens again? Can I just encourage you to come to Jesus? Come again and come honestly. Come with this thing that, Lord, I believe. Magic word. Help. Help. Help my unbelief. Because I believe that was key to what happens in this story. Firstly, he's honest. He brings it into the light and he comes to Jesus, to Jesus. He's not just speaking to anybody here. He's not just, he's not just saying, oh, I've got unbelief. He's not just telling his next door neighbor. He's not just sprouting it all around. Oh, I've got unbelief. I've got unbelief. No, he comes to the one who is the author of faith. He comes to the very one who has the power, who has the means, who has the wherewithal to change the situation and to actually relocate him in his faith. And that's exactly what happens. He says, help my unbelief. Jesus comes and he releases, I believe he releases faith in that man's heart because the amazing thing is, is that the son is healed. The son is healed. Listen to me. Jesus is the author and the perfecter. Doesn't matter where you are on your journey. You might say, Lord, I believe, but yeah, I've got a bit of unbelief as well. I'm wrestling right now. That does not exclude you from an encounter with Jesus. That does not exclude you from receiving a miracle, from receiving all that you need in this season. But I encourage you, maybe right now you're there at home, you're there with the family, there with your husband, your wife. Maybe you're there, you're a single person. You're by yourself right now, but I encourage you when this is finished, get on the phone and come and bring your, your need into the light. I, I'm... I believe Jesus helped my unbelief. I'm going to pray with you before I finish today, but I think there's power in sharing it. Share it with your family members. Share it with your housemates. Who, whoever you have the chance to, I want you to agree with me and believe with me to experience Jesus, the author and perfecter of my faith.
He received a healing. His father received a miracle, the healing of his son, the deliverance for his son of those seizures on a very interesting confession. But it was a confession that was honest, it was authentic, it was real, it was vulnerable. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes. Faith comes. Just because you haven't got faith right now doesn't mean it ain't going to come. Just because you haven't got faith for a particular area or a challenge you're going through doesn't mean it's not going to come. I'm here right now and I am filming this message for you at our C3SYD location in Silverwater. Now, if you'd gone looking for me in Silverwater, which is out in the western suburbs, if you'd gone looking for me in Silverwater any time before 10.30 this morning, you would not have found me. You could have looked, 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 walked the streets, gone anywhere. You wouldn't have seen me because I wasn't here. I wasn't here. I was at DY on the Northern Beaches. But come 10.30, here she comes. Wasn't here before, but I am now. And faith comes. Just because you haven't experienced faith to this point for this thing doesn't mean you're not going to experience it at all. Because faith comes and faith loves to come in the areas where it hasn't been before. And I'm actually seeing people's faith in this season becoming buoyant. I'm seeing what would seem like the biggest challenge to many of our faiths in our living, in our living history is actually going to be the seedbed of new faith. I'm seeing people coming out of their homes, out of this lockdown season, and their faith is is resilient and it's active and it's alive, not because of who they are, because of whose they are, not because of what we have done, because of what Jesus has done for us. And so faith comes and it's coming right now. Faith doesn't come, remember, from your mind. It doesn't come from your intellect. It doesn't come from your IQ, from your thoughts. It doesn't come from your position in life, from even the family you come from. Faith comes from Jesus. Yeah, but it's a fight, isn't it, Vicky? I've got to fight for my faith. No, 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 no. You don't fight. You don't fight with faith. You don't fight with, you, you fight once you've got your faith, but you don't have to fight for it. Faith comes as a grace. I just feel right now, I think in this moment, it would be a great time just to, just, just to lean into what the Holy Spirit wants to do. I'm just sensing him right now, just sensing him saying, I've got, a bit, I've, got, I've got a bit more left here, but I feel right now as he just wants to underline this moment because, uh, yes, Paul spoke to Timothy about a good fight of faith. There was a good fight of faith, but it wasn't a fight with faith. It's not a fight with faith. Faith is your friend. Faith is your friend. And faith wants to come. Faith, faith comes and it comes by hearing. I'm praying right now, hearing by the word of God. I pray that this word has released faith in your hearts. But I feel like for some of you, this is the beginning of a, a new journey, a new season, a new encounter with faith. Faith comes. Faith comes. Faith's coming. Faith's coming, people. I'm just reminded as well of the gift of faith in 1 Corinthians 12. Remember the gifts of the Holy Spirit? We talk a lot about, you know, the gift of prophecy, words of knowledge, healing, miracles. But I felt the Lord just say to me that there are gifts of faith 
at C3 Powerhouse. Gifts of faith. People in your midst to have a 1 Corinthians 12 gift of faith. Now, do you understand that a gift of faith is for others? I'm not talking about someone who is faith-filled in their walk with God, like faithful. No, the, the gift of faith. And you're not necessarily seen and you're not necessarily evident and obvious because you don't stand on a platform and preach. You don't, you're not in the ministry, but you have a gift of faith where when you are lined up against somebody else's need, your just faith is activated, energized, and you have the ability to believe what other people can't believe. But what's more, this is what a gift of faith does, is that it ignites other people's faith. And I pray that those people in your midst are going to become evident. I call you out in Jesus' name. 1 Corinthians 12, gifts of faith. And I'm seeing them in people of all ages, of all, um, all types and men, women, youth, elderly. I call you out because you can minister. You can minister on the phone, FaceTime, Zoom, whatever the case might be, because your words release faith. So let me pray for you right now, each and every one of you listening. Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, there is something you have right now, whatever it is in your heart. For some of you, it's a total faith meltdown. For some of you, it's just been something niggly. You're scratching your head. I see people scratching your heads. How are we going to get through this? Husbands and wives, how are we going to get our kids through this? Just families, single people feeling very alone in lockdown in the midst of this, whoever you are, physical challenges, all sorts of challenges, mental challenges, financial challenges. Holy Spirit, right now, I thank you. Wherever these people are, I thank you right now that you're with them. And I thank you, Jesus, we lift. I just want you right where you are, just lift your eyes. Just lift, just lift your face. Looking unto Jesus, we look unto you, Jesus because you are the author and perfecter of our faith. We can't author our own faith and we can't perfect it. But just like the father of, of the son who cried out to you, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Lord, we cry out to you. Lord, we believe, help our unbelief. And I thank you, Lord, for faith coming. I prophesy right now, faith coming to every person who's been watching this message. Faith is coming. Just because you haven't had it before doesn't mean you're not going to have it. And I thank you, Lord. We open up our hearts right now to receive fresh faith, new faith. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. God bless you all. I'm going to be praying for you. Sending lots of love. Mwah. Bless you. Bye-bye.